Mr. Pierce is a contributor to um, the Imagine Conservative uh, online magazine. He's a native of England, uh, director of book publishing at the Augustine Institute, editor of the St. Austin Review, editor of Faith and Culture, and series editor of the Ignatius Critical Editions. Uh, he is the author of numerous books, which include most of these, by the way, you can get the Founders Trading Post. Um, let's see, he's got uh, Literary Converts, A Life of G.K. Chesterton, Old Thunder, A Life of Hilaire Belloc, Further Up and Further In, Understanding Narnia. I'd like to welcome to the show Mr. Joseph Pierce. Joseph, how are you? Oh, it's, uh, I'm fine, thank you. It's great to be back on. Well, it's been too long, and I love hearing your voice. I know Mike always gets a kick out of your talking and laughing, and, I, and maybe even the rooster. Will the rooster crow mid-afternoon? Will he, will well, he... If you want the rooster to crow, I can open the window. <laughs> it's crowing all the time, but I close the window for you. It depends whether you want the, back, the, the atmosphere. Well, I imagine you want to, want to keep it kind of warm in your house, so go ahead and leave the window closed, Joseph. Okay, I can actually hear, I can hear the rooster through the window as we speak, <laughs> but unless I open the window, you're not going to hear it. Well, listen, I want to tell everybody first and foremost, before we even start, about jpierce.ca. So that's J-P-E-A-R-C-E dot C-O. Uh, I was kind of – I went, around, went to go look for uh, one of the standard biographies of you, and I saw your website. I don't know if that's always been there or if it's new, but uh, but it's great to have, and I want people to know where they can find you. So if you're looking for Joseph online, jpierce.co, it's a great website. Thank you, and it is very new, actually. We launched it on All Saints Day in 2018, so it's just over a year old, but it's got lots of good stuff on it, and if anybody wants to keep up with what I'm doing, that's uh, certainly a good place to go. Well, it's wonderful. It really is. It's a, it's a great site. I'll mention a few more times so people can catch up with you. So, Joseph, I read, just a, real quick, though, by the way, th- this interview sounds like I'm discombobulated. I am. I've had one of my busiest weeks of my life. And I was I was trying to focus on our subject matter for the day, and I couldn't. So I, I actually found other things on your website and said, oh, I'd like to ask about that and about this. Oh, and about that. Oh. And so you're going to think I'm crazy, but I hope you don't mind me just jumping all over Kingdom Come. Well, I tell you what, the more unfocused you are, the better I'll sound. So you, you can be on. <laughs> yeah, use me as your foil, Joseph. How nice. <laughs> so I, re- I read further up and further in, Understanding Narnia, uh, the last book on that list I just gave. And it is in the Founders Trading Post, by the way, guys, if you want to buy it. And we may even have signed copies in there. So if you want a signed copy or if we will get the signature if we have to. It's a fantastic book. Uh, I could tell you a little story, but I don't want to take up too much of the time about me reading it in a restaurant and and being approached by someone. But anyway, um, your chapters one through three of that book, I think, are worth the price of the book itself. It's a beautiful kind of recap of scholastic philosophy, if you will, and also a very, very incisive um, explanation of why – you know, literary criticism and analysis and the search for beauty is so important. Um, tell me, give us a little, can you, can you just kind of give us a recap of those first three chapters and why what you're doing is so important and why it matters to, to us? Well, I mean, I, I, I could grab a copy of the book, but uh, it's out of reach, so I shan't. But from memory, the most important thing about the Chronicles of Narnia is that on, on the surface level, they're children's books. They're books we read to our children or perhaps books that our children read. But on a deeper level, they are books that, con- that contain very deep insights into reality, into the cosmos in which we live, into the sort of people that we are in uh, the, our relationship with each other and with God and with ourselves. So these deepest questions of life are actually dealt with on a profound level within the medium of what are, on one level, uh, uh, just children's stories. And that's the genius 
of C.S. Lewis. So my, so my book, um, Further Up and Further In, Understanding Narnia, was meant to sort of look at Narnia from an adult perspective. And in fact, my original title for the book was Narnia for Grown-Ups, but the... Uh, the C.S. Lewis estate objected to that for some reason. Um, really? Hmm. But, but, ba- but basically, you know, it, it is looking, looking at these so-called children's stories from the perspective, from an adult perspective, of what does it actually show us about who we are, the world in which we live, uh, and the cosmos in which we find ourselves. Well, I'll help you along a little bit with what inspired me so much in the first three chapters was your, your depth and your and your your wisdom in why this critical analysis and why looking into deeper meanings of literature is so important. And I mean, literally I finished reading those first three chapters and I want to go back to school, Joseph. <laughs> I, I want to study again too. Can I? Well, that's success. I mean, that's the whole point. I mean, what I want to do you know, with the books I write is to whet the appetite of, of the people that read the, the books. So they go out and actually do more reading by themselves. In other words, that I energize them. So they go out and, and, and get themselves better able through their own knowledge to, to fight the good fight in the world in which we find ourselves. In other words, to be good soldiers, uh, and, and you know, we, we are in the church militant, and that's the, you know, the, the, the church at war with, uh, with secularism. To be good soldiers, we have to be well armed. And, and one thing that I try to do is to, is to arm the soldiers of Christ for the battle. And I think knowing uh, about the great, the great works of literature, about the humanities, helps us to understand humanity itself, and therefore to actually communicate that to others, which is all part of the fight that we're involved in. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it really is. Um, you know, I, I think if I could sum it up in my own way, it would be that it, it allows us to find that shared experience for brotherhood, you know, that um, that we just don't, we, we seem to lack so much today, a, a, some sort of fellowship and brotherhood. Well, you know, G.K. Chesterton, you're the great writer, and he said something really profound. He said that the self is more distant than any star. Mm. And they will understand the secret of the furthest star before we understand the secret of the self. And that includes our own selves. Sure. In other words, we really only understand ourselves in relationship with others. In other words, the extent to which we have uh, love for others, the fact that the extent to which we give ourselves to others. In other words, the two great commandments of Christ, to love the Lord thy God and to love your neighbor, are necessary for us to even love and understand ourselves. This is one of the great paradoxes at the heart of the cosmos. And the Narcissistic, the narcissistic culture in which we find ourselves, which tells you it's all about the self, mm-hmm. the, the, the unholy trinity, me, myself, and I. Correct. You know, that, that, that narcissism is actually a dead end because you can go into the fathomless depths of yourself and be none the wiser. Not only none the wiser, but the further you go deeper into the narcissistic self, the further you get from the true self. Wow. Wow. No, and you know something, as you were saying that, I was thinking that we're basically being run today by the me generation, aren't we? And and the me generation, the, you said the unholy training, me, myself, and I, um, that, that's the, that's been the calling card. Hey, you can do whatever you want. Believe in yourself. Look, you know, and, and, and I think people are starting to – matter of fact, why is suicide so high? <laughs> I think, well, exactly. I, you know, I, I was actually reading – browsing through a book that someone gave me recently about the Beatles and about George Harrison, you know, um, first going to this sort of 
area of San Francisco, which was which was all high on LSD in the summer of love, and being absolutely shocked by the fact it was really in reality down and out and dropouts and drug related crime, um, and realizing that the dream was in fact a nightmare. And what we're actually living for all for all the bombast, we're actually living in the nightmare. And that's why, as you rightly say, suicide rates are up. That these people, for all their talk, are actually miserable, and they're mm. miserable because of their talk. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and 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 to complete the circle, they only talk to themselves and inside themselves. Wow. Well, you know, I, I'm talking to Joseph Pierce. This is David Smith on the True Money Show. You can call and ask a question to Joseph if you'd like. Anything and everything, the number is 844-527-8723. I will tell you the tie-in to uh, – not that there has to be one. I'm in command of this ship. I can do whatever I want to do. But the tie-in to the economics and finances, the title of this, of this interview is going to be Bethlehem's Proof That Small is Still Beautiful. Joseph wrote a beautiful article. You can find it, by the way. It is jpierce.co. It's called A Little Town of Bethlehem, Keeping Christmas Local. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, but as I was reading that, I was looking at your site, and as I was, oh, gosh, meditating on all these things. By the way, I also, for good or for bad, watched uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy again over this Christmas break. And that's that's heavy in my mind. So You're I'm going to start. You're a wise man, David. You're a wise man. Well, I'm going to start off away from Bethlehem. I'm going to start off back at the Shire. And because for some reason this came to me today, let's talk about the scouring of the Shire. 